0: broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications world headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler.
1: Good morning and happy Valentine's Day to everyone. We have some uh, uh some music that we're going to be playing all morning. I know Hannah has a whole a whole Part of those kind of musical delights for you to play. Hope everything, uh, guys. If you're getting up and you're realizing the big day is here and you've blown <laughs> it, I'm sorry for that. I hope that you know. Don't drink too much coffee. You're probably already activated, but the <laughs> the big day is here. The big day is here.
2: Stephanie, yesterday, Randy comes to me and he goes, uh, "I'm so proud of myself. I she went." Might and, she I know, might be listening. I I won't give details. Oh, he goes, goes. I went and bought all all the gifts on Monday. He's like, I was ahead of the game. Took care like, of it. Monday is not really considered a <laughs> day ahead I was of the game. <laughs>
1: no, better than Tuesday or today. No,
3: that's for sure. And you know, it, like, it, I don't feel like it was that big of a deal for kids when I was younger. Like, you just poked a hole in a shoebox, but now you got to like be all creative i mean like you have to be a month in advance for parents for all the various because it's not okay to just give a little card oh, now right. it's like a candy and everyone's name has to be on it It has to be personalized <laughs> it's and your box has to be you know i think there's like a competition i don't know my kids are never going to win that i apologize to my children for that which is not the crafty household but i mean you got to be well ahead of the game
1: john marsh you're all ready for the today right you were probably ready a week ago Oh, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll take that as, a, as an affirmative. A definite my maybe. funny Valentine. Oh, yeah. There he is. Old blue Saint eyes. Valentine. How many Valentine's songs? What? what the heck? What the heck? This, this was the great era of American music. With my heart. <laughs> Look at that. Isn't that are laughable. Look at that! Look at the beautiful, romantic lyrics. Unphotographable. Lips unphotographable. Yet I guess she needed injections.
3: Do, do, can Hannah and I play some other songs? <laughs> like yeah, that? yeah,
1: you okay. can, you can. I think that's good. We can maybe maybe our listeners could suggest various Valentine's songs. Are there uh, are there hip hop and R and B Valentine's songs?
3: No? Uh Justin Timberlake has a new song out no. called Selfish that I really like. <laughs>
1: See, John, it's kind of
3: about love, Selfish.
1: Kind of. <laughs> selfish. What happened to uh, We're going to play a little Nat King Cole. That'll be popping up uh, through, like a whack-a-mole throughout the day. Wait, there. doesn't he play Oh yeah. Christmas I, music? So I John, you're going to love this. I walk <laughs> up to Hannah yesterday. She said, "Now we got to play the Nat King Cole love song." She goes, what do you mean? I thought he did Christmas songs. And <laughs> I said, no. So we're going to play that. Uh, but we'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. Hey, the uh, the House didn't send Mayorcus a valentine yesterday. They sure didn't. Impeachment. You'll be ha- talking about that on the Daily DC Rundown, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, and that was the second time around. It took them twice to get
1: there. Yeah. They brought Scalise back from his cancer treatment. They did. A damn man, a Republican, caught in Florida. <laughs> Some kind of mechanical problem. So uh, that's going on. Oh, the market. Don't look at your portfolio. No valentines from... Uh, Wall Street yesterday. That wasn't good.
2: No big red heart? Woo!
1: No, no, they got shot. Your portfolio got shot right in the heart. It was not good yesterday. And, um, yeah, so. We'll have to see where that's all going. Uh, Biden actually made it through a brief a statement yesterday without taking any questions, but he said he was going to take questions today and tomorrow. We're going to have to have Biden watch every day and just see now. It's, now they, they, the eyes are on him, focused. The binoculars are clearly, squarely on him. So we'll, uh, we'll see what's going on there. Hey, we're going to be talking about um, state matters in the State House with Rudy Veet a little bit later. He'll be with us at 710, Representative Veet. Um, and see what's going on there. Things have been a little quiet in terms of torment. Oh, and
2: why did you say the Q word, Randy? Well, I mean, they
1: haven't been as tumultuous as uh, they were the first couple three stay weeks. Stay tuned,
3: because they're not there. They left yesterday, and they're not oh, going, coming back. They're all in KC oh, That's
1: why. Yeah, we can all.
3: I mean, there are some things we can all be happy and unified about, and that's a Chiefs win. So that's why everyone was feeling good, and they took off. You know what? At f- five o'clock yesterday for uh, for the parade, and today. I saw
1: you uh, on Facebook. One of the social media, you were asking the question if you're going to the parade, but that you're not going to the parade.
3: I am. Yeah, everyone assumed I'm going. No, yeah, I, I have were. to work. Um, okay. but, <laughs> exactly.
4: But,
1: Brian, are uh, you going to be going to the parade? Right. No. John? Again,
4: uh, no. Right. right here. But mm. I
3: wanted to know which one of my, I mean, I think a lot of my friends are going. I got tons of people up in Kansas City. It is fun. Uh, you know, statewide Lincoln Days is up in Kansas City this mm-hmm. weekend. So a lot of people are already headed up that way. So I think we'll have a lot of friends from Midmo and beyond. Uh, you were emceeing
1: one night there i am That's great. i'll be
3: up there on saturday night um i'll be uh the featured guest is well is it public i think it's public hannah the featured guest on saturday night at lincoln days is public you saw it on facebook yeah yeah it's governor christy Nome. oh really
1: wow. yeah yep Will she be in a plumber's outfit or
2: okay <laughs> listen <laughs>
1: <laughs> well so are you going to in your little opening comments are you gonna are you gonna mention the The uh, back and forth between the Freedom Caucus and the other. I mean, it's going to be a surprise. Oh, a surprise. All right. All right. Maybe I'll get a quick quick peek at the script beforehand. I
0: am a little surprised the House and Senate are. not so much that they're not in session today but i i question about the one tomorrow well i guess because the kansas city people would have to come back but you know um there's not a whole lot that's been done in in the legislature uh and randy to your point there has been a filibuster on the senate side at least on the this is this is actually democrat republicans against each other about the um, about the ip reform so the, the the democrats have been reading books um they've been talking about the chiefs History. of The Chiefs' Christian Okoye's oh. name has come up, so you know this. This is um, this is a something Nigerian nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Who was who was a great player, but I, I I was a little in the past. They have with when they have parades, they come back the next day. But because Thursday is a short day, um, they won't be coming back. But the house will be technically in a technical session today. So, so not not every lawmaker's is going, but a lot of them are.
3: And can we mention that the important news I saw yesterday is that the one that shall not be named is not going to be at the parade today. She has other plans. Right? Well, putting out a
4: new version of Love Story. The, oh,
0: the New York Post actually. Oh, really Well, and, and I, I'm not aware. I, they've been keeping it so top secret. The New York Post actually reported that um, the Kansas City Police Department specifically asked Taylor Swift not to come, Mayor, uh, because they did.
1: The, oh, because that, bur, bur, well, you
0: mentioned the name.
1: Yeah. Well, you owe yeah.
3: everyone some pizza, Brian. Yeah.
4: But everyone that knows. was because of that rowdy guy with no shirt she
0: was seen sitting there soon, a couple games. But the. Uh, but no, they did. Now the mayor of Kansas City kind of disputed that. But again, I, I I'd be really surprised if she's there.
3: My favorite thing about that guy is uh, is that they said maybe his wife actually told him the overalls were okay because it's harder to take your shirt off if you're wearing overalls. <laughs> she's a smart lady. I'm sure she was in on that. I
2: love the videos of the Chiefs after party oh, where they went gosh. clubbing. Um, you know, she who shall not be named and TK. Yeah. You know, scene drinks in hand singing love so- or love story by Mahomes?
4: Taylor. Yeah, Mahomes was DJing.
2: Yeah. And they were, you know, singing the lovey lyrics to each other, which was super cute. And then it pans over to Jason Kelsey and he's wearing a red and gold wrestling mask, and he is totally just up next to the DJ booth. Hanging out with Marshmallow, just yes. getting it. And then later he is like uh kind of stumbling into a bush almost into a fountain (laughs) and kylie kelsey is nowhere to be found of course she's not she's too smart for that
4: so So then mahomes made it on the float at disney world
2: oh yeah yeah
4: it was on good morning
1: america the other day too
4: (laughs) and he he didn't look real healthy the next morning
1: so this love story is not going back to the 1970 love story movie right i take it this is a new song is this something yes i haven't heard yet Mm-hmm. This is this something I should listen Love to? Love
2: Story by TS is not new.
1: No, it's oh, been yeah? around a
2: while. I was probably in middle school oh. when it came out. I
1: don't think I've ever heard this song. No, it's <laughs> pretty lovey-dovey. Okay. You might recognize it if you heard. Oh, it. maybe it, maybe I would. I it's the one know. where he says. Is this something we should play to commemorate this big day? We should. We should play it. Okay. Well, well, we'll I'm
2: having some severe technical issues. You are <laughs> over here.
1: Okay. Um, so that, you mean like your Stanley Cup? Top isn't screwed on right or others? No, no.
2: My computer is not choosing to pull up any website. Well, meanwhile,
1: uh, once in a while, I do some investigative reporting, John and Brian. Mm -hmm. And I thought you'd be proud of me. I found out why the Ukrainian package was passed. I don't know if you saw this little clip or not.
4: And the way it works is we supply Ukraine with military equipment from our stockpiles. And then we spend our money replenishing those stockpiles so our military has access to them stocks piles that are made right here in america by american workers
1: that's so it's just a jobs program guys it's to support the military industrial pro uh, uh, complex and mm. it's a jobs program i mean i that's an interesting I, I mean, i've never heard it had you quite, heard that this you know. is just recent this is just from the other day no. check your raytheon stock yeah <laughs> i know yeah i mean uh it, it, at a time when we don't have enough i mean ours are being depleted our stockpiles you know
0: yeah, it, it, and that's essentially what he what he was arguing there. Um, Job, jobs, jobs. I don't know the the, uh, the you know, didn't hear everything,
1: but what you just played, but that is interesting. Profits, 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 which means more campaign donations to the people, but on both sides. This is a uniparty. This is a uniparty measure to get more campaign donations. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what the military, uh, what the defense contractors donate. I mean, as a percentage, I don't know. Uh, probably it's neck and neck between them and pharma, right?
0: You know, it it, it it comes in waves. Sometimes uh, they do more than anything else. But uh, we had a former president, um, Dwight David Eisenhower. Many people forget, probably a lot of young people don't even know who he is today. But for, former President Eisenhower led the D-Day invasion, later became president. But his final speech, Randy, and I think you remember it, he basically warned against the military-industrial complex. Yep, yep i don't think many people i mean he it was a powerful speech because a lot of people thought he was too close to the defense companies he listened to his speech in 1961 he really wasn't but um you know and uh and we've seen this not just you're talking about biden right now but it's there's been many congress people in both parties and presidents over the years you could make that argument
1: looking at the top industries 21 and 22 and this is interesting actually um in terms of top uh contributions what is that is that me i'm not sure that's hannah whoa hey whoa okay let's do a little call it out here who is that i heard a little back and forth i don't know
2: i don't even have that potted on how Uh, can you hear that i
1: don't know i heard something um securities and investment one billion one hundred (laughs) million dollars retired <laughs> got to keep those social uh, AARP and everyone right well, that's a big almost a billion dollars 960 million um real estate 281 million lawyers and law firms 180 million health professionals 170,000 170 million right behind um, so you don't see, you see oil and gas up there at 133 133 million overall total uh, that's between PACs and to Democrats and to Republicans. Democrats are, at least in that cycle, just clean and, clean and clock for, uh, for for donations. For the, from the oil companies? I uh, uh, see. Uh, no, I just mean overall. Oh, overall, overall. Okay. overall. Uh, education, of course, uh, Democrats get $77 million versus $9 million for Republicans. So as you go through this, you can pretty much see where the po- public policy is being influenced, right? But you can also argue that we all have our own a special interest that we are a part of and may contribute to, and so in that sense, maybe democracy does work
0: you know and it used to be uh you know it was people only thought about whether unions donate or businesses, but it's really it's a lot more than that as you just pointed out uh you've got the uh, the attorneys involved you've got medical professionals, other people involved as well but I'm sure the unions are, are are going to be high up in there. Uh, it depends on which state, of
1: course, um, where they're at. Uh, Labor is about 250. As far as a sector, yeah, 250 million. That's Finance a, is always at the top. That's a lot of money, by the
0: way, 250 million. But uh, the, the businesses donate a lot of money too. Isn't
1: it interesting? Finance, insurance, and real estate lumped together, one billion six hundred and sixty million. Mm. And we hear about insurance rates going crazy. And I wonder, you know, maybe they could share some of the love with us instead of the campaigns. (laughs) I don't think people are
4: aware, both statewide and nationally, how powerful a lobby the real estate group
1: is. Yeah, yeah.
3: I think in the state, people have found out. Yeah. I mean, they are a powerful group, and I think Scott Fawn has said on our program, if the realtors are against IP reform, that it's going to go, that it will be the difference maker.
0: They are, exactly. a, they are a powerful group, yes, in Jefferson City, but. Let's point out, in Columbia, Councilman Nick Canoth is their lobbyist, and want, he is yes. in a very, very, he is in the fight for his political That's life. That's right. He is a, recall vote. He's in a very, he's in serious jeopardy of yep. being recalled, and it's because of his uh, his role with, the, with yep. the realtors.
1: Well, there's lots going on, and you're right. I mean, that is going to be an election or a recall to vote to watch. Coming up, the Daily D.C. Rundown. Lots to talk about there. Later on, Rudy Veed at 710. And oh, yeah, uh, if you like fish and fish fry on Fridays, it's Lenten season. We'll be talking with John Cleek about that at 850. Stay tuned. Oh, is it? What is this? See
2: the. Taylor Swift. See the party, the ballgowns. See you make your way through the crowd and say hello.
0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri.
4: Tell your friends you listen to Wake Up Mid-Missouri.
1: time for the Daily D.C. Rundown. That was Attorney General Andrew Bailey.
3: Yes, and uh, I think it was just about a month ago he went to D.C. and testified on the Mayorkas impeachment, said he wasn't doing his um, job, and of course yesterday, after a second attempt the House voted to impeach Mayorkas. The vote was 214 to 213, very narrow. Of course, Scalise uh, made it back from his cancer treatments. At the same time, um, there were three Republicans who voted against it, so um, a nail-biter there. Um, But uh, they have voted now. This isn't the end, right? Then he has to go t- on to trial in the Senate. Everyone says essentially nothing's going to happen there. Um, but certainly uh, no one, um, I think it's been a hundred, more than a hundred years since an official has been mm-hmm. impeached by that um, in this way, impeached in the House. So, uh, you know, newsworthy for sure. And I think, you know, highlighting, I think what's going to be a really important issue in 2024. And we saw that issue actually bubble to the top in the Santos um, Special election yesterday, they said the issues that were really important on um, to voters there were both was both the um, both the economy and immigration, um, and actually the Democrats flipped that seat yesterday. So I know, was not great to see uh, Tom swazi who had previously uh, been elected there, uh, won. Uh, I think when they were reporting about ninety four percent of the vote in last night, I think it was called by like nine o'clock, um, but the. Uh, 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 with about 94% of the vote, we saw about 54% to 46% a Democrat win. And
1: he ran as a moderate except on abortion, and he was full steam ahead on abortion rights. It's a That's, lot. That could be a winning playbook for the Dems in uh, pivotal and you know uh, purple jurisdictions. It's year.
3: a lot. And also the weather played a role yesterday. Yep. Um, there was a significant snow up <clears throat> up in New York, and so I don't think we have final totals on um, turnout, but certainly uh, that played a role um, Who's that?
0: (laughs) This is Mid-Missouri's number one rated morning show. Uh,
1: You might want to fact check that. Well, of course, it is Valentine's Day. And hey, we're back with Stephanie and John and Hannah. I'm Randy Tolbert. Thanks for being here in Wake Up Mid-Missouri, and I hope you guys uh, are ready. I mean, I hope you're ready. You've had plenty of time, and uh, it's time. But if you haven't, and if maybe things go south, apparently there's a lot of opportunity to, well, not celebrate, but commemorate that with uh, love songs. Tony Berkowitz joins us now. She's, um, she created a matchmaking business called The Agency. Invitation only firm. Tony, welcome. Good morning. So what's this what's the secret to matchmaking and dating? It's a different world than when I was growing up. It is a different world.
5: It's very sad. Yeah.
1: And so what's it's, happening? Love songs. So we've got uh, we were playing love story with Taylor Swift and my funny valentine on um, beautiful romantic beautiful songs, no?
5: Um. I what has happened? Let's see, the past few decades, everything's just changed. It went from tradition and happy family values and love to a bit of a distorted reality. Yeah. Um, social media, dating apps, a phone in your hand 24-7, and 90%, 93% of the love songs are about an unhealthy relationship, so...
1: I don't know. Who's in charge? Yeah, well, so, you know, is part of this having to do with the same kind of pathology that many of us think social media is bringing into the lives, especially of our adolescent girls, who are already, I think, more than boys, uncertain about themselves? They look in the mirror. They don't feel good about themselves. Um, I mean, that's nothing new. Uh, But then they see these idealized images on social media. Everyone, of course, presents their very best self with the beautiful filters and in the right light. And, you know, does that have something Why are you looking at me? Huh?
3: No, I'm not looking at you. Uh
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh, John, John, help.
3: You're right, though, Randy. It's a different world than when you and I were in our dating era.
1: You didn't have to do that then, right? I didn't have social media back then. And
3: you saw
5: people no. in
1: their... You, Tony, I mean, you know,
5: so you're... I didn't... I grew up... I, I'm 53, so yeah. I grew up at a time where, thank God, I can't even imagine these poor kids. Also, I, I, I as a matchmaker, a lot of my clients are in their 20s. I, I I cannot tell you like how difficult it is for people to meet in this day and age. So for a teenager... I mean, it's just awful. I my heart goes out to now as a ma- as society,
3: as a matchmaker. You know, certainly there are some things that people can kind of get around if they're not super compatible. But then there 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 are other things that are just deal breakers. You know, what do you see? Like the top three things that you know you have to be compatible on in order to make a good
2: match.
5: Well, uh, in the past five years, it's changed a lot. So. Uh, it used to be a lot simpler. You, I mean, you have to you have to see the world in a similar way now, whereas before it, it wasn't so polarized. So let's say prior to 2020, when everything became very, very, very polarized. Mm. Um, now that you can't like I can't match a super liberal with a super conservative. That would never work because they are not going to see the world the same. Um, but before, it was like, just as long as you had, you know, your values aligned, you know, whether it was Christian and Christian or ah, yeah. you you wanted to go to church together or how you want to raise your family, it was a lot simpler. Um, so now you bring into account everything that happened during COVID and, and the divisive society that was created, the division, you know, it was very polarizing. Um, In 2021, I actually was having people wanting to be matched based on vaccine status, which I was (laughs) just like, absolutely not. Politics in itself, I never even had to ask the question um, because I started as a matchmaker in 2012. So now that question does have to come up, unfortunately, because I have to. Stay quiet <laughs> and just you know. Wow, keep so, my beliefs to myself. Yeah.
1: So, so there'd be no Mary Madeline and James Carville uh, these days. That wouldn't work. Hey, well, we know we you got to go. We thank you for being with us, Tony Berquist. Your agency is the agency. It
5: is the agency.
1: The website is what?
5: Our exclusive agency. Oh, you are our exclusive agency.
1: Okay. Hey, thanks very much, and happy Valentine's Day. All right.
5: Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Tony Burquist, yeah. You know, so like that's the first question maybe on the questionnaire is like who'd you vote for in 20?
5: Maybe.
3: Well, and but she brought up vaccine status and you kind of, you know, but I would think like if I was, you know, out there dating and I met someone and they said I've been I got both vaxes and I've gotten 82 boosters, I would I would immediately think all right, maybe we're not on the same page. Yeah. On and I think that's indicative of other bad poor
2: decision making. <laughs>
1: Oh, that was a little judgment call there, John. And
2: also, I would just like to remind folks that yeah. I met my now husband online on a dating site.
4: There you go. But oh, there what about the what about all the cultural things worldwide and even in this country with still there's still groups that, you know, have uh, prearranged marriages, oh, you know, like yeah. the the Amish practice that, Orthodox Jews and yeah. Muslim communities India and all so that's a, that's the a flip side of it, I think.
3: And I'm skeptical a little bit about matchmaking because, it, it, you know, it, it's, even the title kind of seems like, oh, you have to be fully compatible on all of these things. And I think on basic principles, yes. But I think, like, the best relationships are probably more where, like, your strengths are brought up. Like, you have different strengths and weaknesses.
1: Complimentary. Yes. Yeah, we had dinner with a couple last night, and that, that actually came up. It was like that... You know, some people fill in the blanks of the other person. You know, that's how that works.
3: Yeah, and I think, like, you know, you have to be practical about what a relationship means and mm-hmm. what that means, you know, throughout your whole life. And so... Yeah. Y- y- it's 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 a give and a take and i think if you're you know if you're both seeking the same thing for example like and i talked to my younger people who mm-hmm. young women about this you know they want their they want their counterpart to be really really ambitious they see taylor and travis and they're both you know at mm-hmm. level 10 but i thought you know if you really want to be ambitious and you want to travel for work and you want to get to the highest level and you you know can't stay home all the time and you need flexibility in your schedule that's going to be really hard with a partner who is also this, trying to do those exact same things yeah
4: you well, we should have asked her about the what? Gosh, I guess for a lot of people's perception, even in our era, was the most common form of matchmaking. That was none other than your wingman. That's true.
1: <laughs> that's true. A lot of times, you a ended lot of up, people that's how you meet people, right? Yeah, you ended up dating your the ex of your best friend or something. You know my, that happened too.
3: I met my husband because I dated his best friend first. Really? Oh no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and his and I think by dated I think we went to a movie yeah um but wow. uh but he was in our be- the best man in our wedding so wow, isn't that cool out. yeah
1: yeah we talked helene and i talked about complimentary things like she struggles with getting those permanent press shirts just perfect uh-huh. but when i hang them on the knobs of the cabinets boy did i catch you know what when i came home <gasps> yesterday
2: rightfully so yeah
1: well i had done it the night before and i was hoping to get them off the knobs but i was running a little late yesterday morning and so i ran out of the house but she's not, what, the,
4: what does the nutritionist say on valentine's day about candy and especially chocolates
1: dark chocolate the darker the better so good. And only the chocolate. The problem is all the junk that goes along with a lot of chocolates, the creamy stuff and all the middle.
3: Now, don't be hating on my Lindor truffles.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Lindor truffles, that was a great commercial the other day. It that was. was a good one. And run, my run, kids run.
3: are obsessed with Lindor yeah, really? truffles, so they got a kick out of it, too.
1: Oh, they're so good. You know, I, I think a little... Uh, there, there was a study that came out just a couple weeks ago, I saw, that... Um, a little bit of chocolate, probably less than anyone really eats every day, at least when it was reported by people at various uh, ages, seems to be associated with a little longer longevity. Well, yeah, and moder- just a little bit.
3: And moderation, yeah. and I think like really high quality chocolate. Yeah. So shops, I and mean, we've got some really great ones here locally where you can go in and get one or two pieces of really delicious, high quality chocolate as opposed to just bags of the, you know.
1: And so you mean like the the Russell Stover? Hard shaped -shaped peanut
4: butter cups is, I think, what she's getting. Well,
2: and I know we're working on getting someone with the candy factory in downtown Columbia Mm -hmm. on maybe next week to talk about some of the health benefits of chocolate. There
1: you go. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Now, you know, white chocolate, though, is not really chocolate. Oh, don't
2: start. It's just fat and
1: sugar. It doesn't have the cocoa. The cocoa is what's good. so delicious. I don't like it.
2: White chocolate is better than. No regular chocolate you might as sure. well eat a
1: candle <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, no you're a hater <laughs> i'm not a hater
3: <laughs> or
4: a can of cake ice at
2: my house at
3: my house the white chocolate lindor truffles are always gone first really oh no my gosh.
1: no no yes the dark chocolate in our house yeah, yeah. i'm a dark chocolate guy. yeah no but really white chocolate if you think you're eating chocolate uh I- ignore Blastomies. anything you heard about the health of chocolate when you eat white chocolate it is fat and sugar there's no cocoa in
2: and it brings people joy, doctor, okay?
1: Not me. I feel guilty when I eat it. I can just well, I could just feel those plaques building up in my arteries. I mean, it's just one step closer to the stent or the did bypass. Did you put
3: your cranky pants on this morning? No, it's I, Valentine's Day. Why
1: is realism called cranky pants with you guys? <laughs> I'm looking out for you guys. I want you to be <laughs> live long and healthy and Valentine's
3: hearty. Valentine's Day calories don't count. All that you matters is how you feel okay. inside. And you know what? I feel warm and fuzzy and a lot of love when I eat white chocolate.
2: You I, can't be I, a party pooper. But I'm, I'm not Valentine's hearing that the white Day.
1: Lindor chocolate are just a valentine's day delectable i'm hearing it's happening all the time at your house Oh, from the yeah. lady
4: who dated her own
1: best man. <laughs> in her own.
3: Also, like, can we talk about how weird today is, though? Honestly, because it's Valentine's Day, it's Ash Wednesday, and it's Super Bowl Parade Day. Like, I'm yeah. so confused. I'm wearing my chief shirt or sweatshirt, but I feel like I should be wearing some. Oh, I oh, you know, I have a heart shirt that I should have worn today, and I just feel confused about oh, what I'm supposed to be doing. We have
2: uh, Nathan texting us at eight seven four ninety three ninety. He said, "You know what sucks about Ash Wednesday aligning with Valentine's Day." We Catholics are supposed to fast during the daylight hours, and here we are whining about our favorite types of chocolates, there while poor Nathan and other Catholics are listening, going, man, I wish I could eat anything. And then
4: you have to deal with a co-worker who chases you around the office with a wet paper towel, going, hey, hey, come here, you got a little something on your forehead there.
1: <laughs> All right, we're having a lot of fun on Valentine's Day, slash Ash Wednesday, slash... Slash uh, uh, Ash Wednesday. Did I say Ash? I meant to say, did I say ash or the no. other word? Just move on. Ash. It was just a, it was a slip, slip yeah, of the tongue. But it's I got early.
3: really teary. Ash, I got Wednesday. really teary earlier this week when my seven-year-old said, "I, I, I got all my valentines oh. times, and I thought That's this might sweet. be our last Valentine's Day with oh. the seven-year-old. She might learn. It's so sweet.
1: Oh, that is cute. All right." Hey, uh, seven ten. Rudy beats coming up. Uh, don't forget about that. That's uh, we're going to talk about what's going on, even though they're off today. And oh yeah, the Australians have something to say about the next in line for the Oval Office. That coming up on Wake Up Mid Missouri.
5: My
0: life with you. This is Wake Day. Up Mid
4: Missouri. To- a doctor and a lawyer walk into a bar, remember, and hilarity ensues. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri.
1: Yeah. Welcome back. It's Valentine's Day, Ash Wednesday. Chiefs Parade Day in Kansas City. Did you hear that um it's a little detour from where we were gonna go, but did you hear that the Kansas City schools are closed? And that doesn't
2: was, surprise me. There was
1: one district that wasn't going to close, but I guess they got shamed into it. Is that the right thing to do? Should you close yes. schools?
2: Yeah. Have you ever seen videos the of the, the parade? Won? No. It's there's thousands and thousands of people.
1: They're talking a million today. Yeah.
2: Traffic jam, galore.
1: Which makes lots my lots of point. drunks in town. Why would you want to be involved in all that?
2: But like,
3: we basically close our school when our local kids go to state championships. I know, like for Southern Boone, when we've done the baseball thing or whatever, and anytime we have a team like going off to districts or state, they pull all the kids out of the elementary. They sit on and they do a little parade, and we spend half the day celebrating whatever sporting event it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, it's about supporting supporting your state and your cause. and well, For some people, I mean, it could be like a lifetime experience, like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I mean, I know lately, but...
2: When I was in high school, uh, Luke Bryan actually did a concert oh. in Centralia twice.
1: Okay, um, okay. He was doing
2: a farm tour. Yeah. And I believe at least one of the times, the Highway Patrol actually recommended to the school district, like, hey, um, you should probably do an early dismissal or call school out just because yeah. there was going to be so much traffic rolling into town the school buses weren't going to be able to safely get kids where they needed to go so it could be you know something like that now um,
1: before we get into what the Aussies are saying about the next in line for the White House Derek you're hurting my feelings here (laughs) just because I made a comment about the health hazards of white chocolate every day which was my emphasis I don't care what you do on Valentine's Day Anniversary special days, but
2: you are talking about a countdown to like needing a heart procedure.
1: I I get a little hyperbolic once in a while, (laughs) just to make a point. Just to make a point, because I do envision. See, when you're into the health game like we are, you do think about the impact of of lifestyle all the time, and so that's how that's what I use to self-regulate, which isn't as good as I'd like it to be. But, you know, you have to think about what are the downstream consequences. So I use these visuals, right? I just, white chocolate, I view this, you know, well, never mind, we're not going to go.
2: What about Cheetos?
1: Oh, boy, now you're going to go and rat on me. But that was a special event yesterday.
2: (laughs) I'm not going to rat on you, but I just want to remind you that I have blackmail.
1: Okay, okay, let's just get at it. We had a meeting here at the station. I. (laughs) <laughs> knowing that they were going to have lunch at this lunch meeting.
2: Yeah, Jersey Mike's. It was great.
1: Did you notice I took off half the bun? You didn't notice. You didn't take a picture of that, did you?
2: No. Just I the didn't. Cheetos. See? Yeah.
1: Selective journalism. John. Actually,
2: John pretended to do it first, and I piggybacked on the joke. And t- so, <laughs> oh, yeah. but what I
3: heard you saying is dark chocolate's healthy. So you know, Zimmer left us these there very nice little chocolates, telling us we were appreciated. So, what is your feeling on chocolate for breakfast?
1: It's fine. Okay, you do whatever you want on breakfast. You can Especially even if you dip your Cheetos in. Yeah, I don't care. But <laughs> melt some chocolate on your bacon and eat it. I, mean, I don't care what you do. It's
2: got dairy in it, which has protein. <laughs> it's got some carbs to get your system started in the morning. Um, well, if no, it, let's see maybe, no how artificial sweetener. Yeah. Now in
1: fairness, if a certain food that is, you know, technically from a just from a from a nutritional standpoint not good for you, if it gives you great pleasure <laughs> and gives you great um sedation in your anxiety.
2: Like white chocolate. Like energy drinks.
1: Oh man, you guys are so messed up.
2: <laughs> so Derek, Derek says
1: what I'm hearing here is not to invite Randy to a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gary says, "Don't discriminate against white chocolate." I'm just trying to tell you guys. I mean, look, I love double Big Macs and jalapeno bacon coated cheeseburgers too, but they're not good for you.
3: So when you go on your trip, see if you can't get to the Lindor. Um, Ooh, thing. yeah, I went in
1: Switzerland. There you go. Um,
3: yeah. I think
2: Stephanie's requesting a souvenir. <laughs> no, well,
3: where is you're going to need to take it's uh, it's uh, where was I just at? What um, city? oh gosh I was in um, Zurich it was in Zurich no we're not going to Zurich well take a little detour because (laughs) you pay for their little thing and it's a chocolate fountain and you just push this nozzle and it comes it's liquid and it comes out on a spoon and I think I just stood there for a while oh no lint lint is in yeah lint but I don't know about lindor Lindor. do they make lindor Yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah oh okay well, we but never got to my story chocolate. about the Aussies. And save it. Okay, we'll save <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, when we come back, Representative Rudy Veet with us on Wake Up in Missouri. Good morning.